Hi everyone, this is Josh, the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons & Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Aiden, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn Podcast, and I'm playing Valorax. The Dragonborn Fighter. And welcome everybody to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons, where we're going to try to play Dungeons and Dragons with maybe no one coming in the room who isn't me. Uh, I mean, I don't believe it for a second. Neither do I, Crystal, but I can hope. I know. I honestly, I, I mean, it's not even that bothersome, so that's why it's amusing. It's hit the amusing point now. <laughs> but it was bothersome before. Still is. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a bit of both. Cool. So how is everybody? Pretty good. Tired. <laughs> Spent All a week right, in Florida, but I'm back now, so. Back from vacation. Feeling pretty good. Eating a vacation from a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Children will do that. Actually, no. When we, when my wife and I got back from Mexico with like two weeks, no children. Oh my god, we did not need a vacation from the vacation. We felt amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> it really was. Don't let Joseph hear you say that. He knows. We told him. Oh, we, okay. we had a great time. Right. We we rested. We relaxed. Always be intellectually and emotionally honest with your children. Saves time. Although he does believe in Santa Claus, so maybe I've failed on that one. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Can't so let's play some right. D&D. Let's play some D&D. So you guys, um, you guys got the card back. Huckle up was... He was fairly impressed with the fact that you guys were able to follow a fairly basic set of instructions and steps. Um, while getting the card back... You guys did come on an enclave of creatures that you're not really sure what they are. But you know that they've been attacking carts all over that road. Cool. So, as the next day dawns, each of you is waking... Oh, and um, Val had his patron dream, which gives him his ability, which he and I had an interesting... Well, not an interesting discussion, as in we disagreed, but it was... He was actually pretty flavorful and gave me some really good stuff to work with. So that was great. Thank you, Jesse. Um, So you guys all wake up in the morning. Each of you can hear huckle up in the kitchen. You can hear chopping. You can hear frying. You can smell frying bacon, black pudding, fried bread, eggs, onions. Anything that can be fried, he is frying it pretty much. As long as it's a breakfast food. So, um, yeah, I assume you guys head down for breakfast? Sure. Oh, yeah. Sounds good to me. Excellent. Gary, can you give me a charisma roll? Oh, boy. Uh, three. Okay. Ever since your encounter with these creatures, you have struggled any time you sit down for a meal to stick to your vegetarianism. This time, however, 
it is overpowering. You feel an, a craving specifically for that black pudding, the bacon, any form of like animal protein you can get. And Huck up being a halfling, they know how to eat. He is watching you with a combination of like horror and just awe. Like, my God, I, if, if, if I knew this was how we eat, I, I would have killed a cow. Yeah, well, you know, breakfast of champions, eh, lads? Cheers. Yay. Excellent. So, he gives you a map to the winery you guys are going to have to go to. It is it is at least a couple of days away, but it's along primarily established roads, and these roads are known to be safe. Um, given that, I'm not going to make you guys roll for, um, like, D100s to see what you're running into. You just run into a couple of farmers along the way. It's nothing particularly interesting. I will, however, let you choose what time of day you're going to happen upon this farm. Isn't it a vineyard we're going to? A vineyard. Sorry, vineyard. They grow plants. I think of it as the same. I realize okay, I'm yeah. wrong. Well, it's fine. It's a great farm. Uh, <laughs> I'll stop. We're trying to crash a party, right? Theoretically, well, no. We're well, trying to get the wine to be invited yeah. to this party. Okay, so then, do we want to try and like creep up at night and like, you know, be <laughs> ninjas about this? Or I would uh... say maybe not. Well, I mean, are we stealing this bottle? Like, are we going to walk, knock on the door, and say, okay. "Hi, would you? Can we buy One a bottle?" One thing Huckle Up did tell you is that no one knows what happened. In this place, they only know a couple of years ago, yeah. the wine production just suddenly stopped. And people have gone out to have a look, and no one's heard of those people since. Right, yeah. We know it's dangerous, so that would be You do wine. know it's dangerous, yes. Yeah, let's let's go daytime then. Maybe m- mid-morning? Mid-morning. Yeah. Okay, very nice. I mean, I, I, everybody else can weigh in if that, if, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> no, I, like, I like morning. I don't know why I would pick one particular time over the other. Well, because... Actually, morning's, morning's probably better because it's full of vampires. And, you know... <laughs> then we have time. Like vampires, yeah. is it? It's not vampires. It's going to be vampires one of these times. <laughs> <laughs> it's vampires all the way down. It, it'll yeah. never be vampires now. This is, okay. this is my blue whale. <laughs> <laughs> For people who don't watch QI... You should go watch QI, it's great. Okay, so you guys come upon the chateau and you do see this rambling large estate with the sh- with the with the walled grounds in the chateau on the top of a small hill. Um, looking out across the fields, you can see these huge choking vines that are strangling the grounds all around them and have broken out of the stone fence. The vampires the... of the plant kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing a little fire can't help. I mean... Sure that that is like... that is what you guys do. Set every damn thing on fire. And I've forgotten where I was up to in my reading. Um, <laughs> the feeling you're getting from this chateau is... 
it feels isolated and it feels alone, but you, you do have the feeling of a presence in this place. I'm sure it's someone very friendly. Well, they've got a lot of wine, so I imagine they would be. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no setting anything on fire until we procure at least a bottle of the good stuff. You oh, need yeah, a bottle. Or a barrel, or however. That's better. However much we can get. Because it turns out if we try and set it on fire, it'll burn like crazy. The wine will explode. Well, actually, as you guys look at these vines, you realize these would not burn very well at all. Um, it would be like trying to burn green wood. You'd get a lot of smoke, but you wouldn't get a lot of heat and you wouldn't get a lot of flame. Also, these plants seem to have a kind of slime. Not, not like, you know, squirting out of them or like, you know, dripping like a tap, but... It, it just like this thin coating of slime and, and just mold, just a thin covering over all the plants. And instead of the grapes themselves, the fruit being uh, red or blackberries in the winemaker's parlance, these berries are green and they're swollen. Others are shriveled and white, and you just have this smell of just pus and sickness. Ew. Yeah, the right pretty good. I mean, do I, well, I, 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 I seem to know a lot about wine in general. Do I have any knowledge about what may have happened to these plants to make them like this? Give me a nature roll. Okay. I would also allow a medicine roll. Um, Ooh, well, I can do that. Let's see. Um, yeah, because I'm uh, bad at all of those things. So. Um, medicine is wisdom based, and I think you got one or two in that. Oh, I do have a plus three in wisdom, but medicine is only plus one for me. Yeah, but you still allowed your wisdom. Oh, okay. Yep. So. <laughs> they look fine to hey, you. Man. You don't know what the hey, problem guys. is. <laughs> really pussy. See, look, pus. That's... Oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> Gary. I didn't, I didn't wow. do any better. That was hey. apocalyptic. That was wonderful. Aiden, Aiden, look, it's pus. Are you sure these aren't small apples? I mean, pus apples, maybe. Is this a grape? <laughs> That's terrible. Uh. Okay, so that went well. It did not go very well. Um, Gary, you got like a 12, I think? Uh, my medicine is plus 7. Plus three, plus it'll be plus three, plus four, so it'll be plus seven. So you look at this, oh, and it, to your knowledge, this is not any plant disease you know of. Okay, uh, what we're dealing with an unusual plant disease, guys. Okay, and these these vines, they have grown so thick and so close together that if you guys do want to get to the the chateau, the big house, you are going to have to cut your way through. I draw mortis, I draw mortis from its scabbard and, and uh, begin to poke the uh, wall of vines. Very good. Wait, you named your sword? Yes. Right. This, this is not time for a Game of Thrones reference, Ethan. <laughs> okay. You reckon it's probably going to take you about probably 15 minutes or so to cut through. 
So, um, can I have three of you who are feeling lucky to roll me a d6, please? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. it to the. I'll leave it to those of you who actually have bladed weapons. Six. I don't think my stick's gonna help. Very good. I mean, I like to say my hands cut like blades, but that's like. You know, <laughs> the, the sharpest thing about Gary's armaments are his wits, or his throwing knives. Yeah, okay, so just hebrewing skills. Val. As you are cutting through the vines, one of the tendrils suddenly lashes out at you. I mean, you do not see it coming. And right. what's your armor class? Currently nineteen. Okay. You have enough. You have enough reaction time in you that you suddenly bring up your shield, and the vine ricochets off, shaking itself out of the surrounding foliage. Is a creature made of vines. And I will have each of you roll initiative. Dun dun dun. And I probably should have given that creature an advantage, but I did not. Alright, time to teach Bulbasaur here a lesson. Thank you. Thank you, Pokemon Go, for giving me a reference that I will understand, because prior to two years ago, or three years ago now, whenever it was, I uh, would not have known that reference. <laughs> okay, what did you guys get for your initiative? Uh, 16 plus things. I'm not, I forget what I had to my initiative. Dexterity, yeah, I think it's plus four. Oh, 20 then. Okay. Anyone higher than that? Nope. nope. Okay, who is next highest? I had 12 altogether. Okay, so it's the monster next. Then Aiden and Fluff. Um, Val and Amy, where did you guys... Uh, Val, uh, then Amy. Yeah, Val's up there. I have 13 total. Very good. Okay, so Gary, I, uh, I believe you have the helm, so... All right, uh, the helm. Oh, cool. Well, you can go first uh, if you like. Well, now that we're uh, level five, yeah, uh, we all gained a lot of XP in our in our sleep. You did earlier. So some um, some outside power decided it was time for you guys to uh, learn a few new things. I'm gonna smack this sucker twice because I can do that now. Okay. So that's 17, I'm going to guess, hits. That's 7 plus uh, proficiency of 3, dex of 4, and plus 1 quarter staff. Also hits. That's 15. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's 10 and 8, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 18? Yep. Okay. And you still have your Kung Fu attack. Yeah, and they do 1d6 damage now. I know. And you hit with it. Actually, so, before you do any of that, you're going to have to get past Val. How do you intend to do that? Because he's only been able to carve like a single file thing. Oh. 
Well, uh, yeah, now you tell me. Yeah, um, sorry, I should have thought about that. <laughs> this, this I is... can't exactly, I can't exactly jump over him, can I? Why wouldn't you be able to? All right, it'll be like, it'll be like. Uh, you can leap as your movie action. I I got like jumping boots, don't I? You do have jumping boots. Jumping boots. <laughs> These my jumping boots. Boots are He's made for born, jumping. He was born and bred to Briar Patch. Born and bred. G give me an acrobatics roll. It's not going to be a I very have, hard one. I have long jump boots, not high jump boots. Uh, you still right. jump obscenely high in them. Just jump. You make it. A six made it? A six makes it because you had your dexterity, yes. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. Uh, it, look, it wasn't going to be a hard jump. If you'd failed it, then you would have... You know, prone in front of Val. And then you'd roll to lose dignity. Okay, so, uh, Gary, how, how do you attack this beast? Uh, well, we already just did that. Don't make me roll that again. No, I meant paint a picture with words, Ethan. Oh, well, you know. Uh, I just jump over Val and lay into it with my stick and my kung fu. Nice. I just imagine you leaping Bad, and the stuff whirling around you and then coming down, give it the thrust, and then just kicking the think, shit out of the plant. I don't think it looks I don't think it looks quite as like uh finesse finesseful, is that what? <laughs> finesseful as you might think. It's just smacking it with a stick like bad vines. <laughs> okay. So, it is going to roll an attack against you now, sir. And it actually has a couple of tendrils. Okay, so it lashes out with you with two branches. Um, does a 19 hit you, Ethan? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, good. Wait, wait, wait. How badly does a 19 hit you? Uh, my armor class is 18. Oh, then I would like to use a reaction, please. I wish to twist fate. <laughs> what does that do? I'm very sad now. Oh, I reduce that attack by three, please. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I believe by what we've come up with, it gets to do something hilarious in reaction, like something bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that an immobile plant could do that would be funny. Um, it, it whips out with a tendril and Gary, you just neatly sidestep it and the other one comes over your head and you duck under, you come up, do one of those vertical flip things and land perfectly. And everyone's very impressed. Sorry, that's the best I can do. <laughs> that, that's all right. I don't even know what Val just did, but it sounds cool. His power, he is an agent of chaos and he can shift things a little oh, bit one way or another. So you right. would have been hit, except you, except I'd say your foot slipped in a bit of pus and the vine just went straight over your face. Well, you are, however, are. not prone. So, I won't do so that he's, basically, he's basically Marvel's domino. All right, he is domino, you. yes. <laughs> Alright. Only not okay. as pretty. Oh, boar's witty. 
Is Domino the one, the the one, the sister part of the brother sister team? No. No. Uh, Dead, Deadpool no. two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That one. Okay, Aiden. Um, I'm still behind uh, Val, aren't I? You are. This thing, I would say, you could get, you could draw a bead on it, though. Okay, then I will, and I have two attack. You do have two attacks. So I'm going to do uh, bow and arrow for mm-hmm. both. But uh, here's the first one. Oh, I actually have it pasted. So this is with all my, <laughs> all my stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you hit that. With the twenty-eight, yeah, that's that'll do. Right, and then this should be my damage. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's very nice. Okay. And then the second one. Oh my god! All right, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, Somehow, <laughs> you're using logic that I don't quite understand. Actually, no. Your arrows pop through two huge clusters of fruit that are that are just pulsating with this just horrible diseased liquid. And as they go through, they just explode, and the creature just seemingly deflates backwards into the into the vine mess. Well, that was easy. Good work, yeah. lads. Yeah, well done. That was good. I think Josh is starting to regret giving us them XP. I'm regretting a lot of things right now. Like, uh, like adding Jesse, who knows more than we do, and now has fixed our characters, so we are strong! Yes! Oh. <laughs> okay, the living vine creature. Um, there's five of you. You each get 90 experience points. Yay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, just 90. But I did nothing. That's amazing. Hey, Fluffy gets them experience points, too. She levels up with Aiden, as well. Amethysia, if you don't want those, that XP, I'll take it. No, that's okay. I actually, right. I stood back and gave you guys moral support, and I would like the credit for that. Okay. She's like, Absolutely. Okay. So you guys make your way through the vines without any further complications from any monsters, and you come upon the grounds of the chateau. Directly in front of you, you can see the manor house, which is an old gothic-style building. Although it's been slightly fortified, like you can see some hasty arrow slits and some some areas where clearly, like a, an improvised watchtower has been added to the roof. Off to the northwest, so like in front of the house, but also like off to your left, you'd say. There is a small wooden building that looks like a kind of like a three-room little house or workshop. And off to the right is the barn. To the direct east of the house is a small well that you guys can see. The chateau's grounds are also quiet. Like, there's no sound of anything moving at all. Well, that's not ominous. No, not at all. It's just quiet. Can I is can I spot anybody at on that little watchtower thing, or is it looks like it's completely empty from where I'm standing? Um, no, but if you want to look around, you can give me a perception. Seventeen plus. Off towards the barn, you you 
You're pretty sure you don't... I mean, you're not sure if you saw a person, but you're certain you saw someone or something move. Alright. Do you share so this information with the bot? party? Dude, I saw somebody or something move over there by the barn. Wanna go check it out? Yeah, alright. Gotta start somewhere. Do we have you a clear path it. to the barn? You have a clear path to the barn. To the barn. Yes, that's okay. The barn is a two-story tall, rickety wooden structure. I mean, it, it, it looks like the kind of thing that would potentially be knocked over in a really strong breeze. There are no windows, and while the craftsmanship looks pretty good, there's clearly some very serious neglect that's gone on. The roof is covered with a kind of sickly, sticky green moss, and the huge wooden double doors have got the words, have got the words do not open, written on them in blood. Well, now I just want, now I really want to open the door. Yeah. That... <laughs> Are we sure it's blood and not wine? <laughs> You're pretty sure it's blood. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll medicine. You know what blood looks like by now. All right. Can we, is there like a crack or anything that we can kind of peek through or listen through? You put your ear to the barn, and all you can hear are the sound of tools moving gently as the breeze passes through the small gaps in the wooden structure. Hmm. Well, I mean, the safest thing is to just light it on fire and walk away. But um, <laughs> I mean, do we want to open the doors and see what's inside and fight whatever hordes of vampire zombies are inside? I mean, I would say we could just set it on fire, but I suppose we could go in. We're not setting anything on fire until we procure the wine. Darn it! But the barn, <laughs> the wine's not in the barn. It could be. You don't know that. I mean, that would be silly. I don't think going in there seems like a smart idea. Someone has already told us not to. Yeah, what, kind point. Of, what kind of person writes in blood? <laughs> Someone who the badly type of a person pen. who is bleeding. Someone needs a pen. <laughs> um, I know, okay. I know well, how to finish that line, Josh. I'm your boy. Did you up for that one, brother? Well, can I can I just like knock on the door and see if anything reacts? Does, that, yeah. does, does anybody object to that? No, go ahead. You right, knock on the door. The door <laughs> Thank you for the sound effect. Um, nothing. You, you hear the dull wooden echo of your, of your knuckles rapping on the wood. All right, I mean, we well, can check this barn later. Yeah, I'm, I'm open to whatever. We're going to save it for later. Stuff written in I, blood. So either the thing's going to come out and ambush us if we don't take care of it, or we get a perception roll from a couple of you. Actually, there's no need. At that moment, as you knock on it, this man emerges from around the barn. He is... Look, there's no easy way of putting it. He is filthy. He is wearing like a, like a, like a long coat. and Well, he's wearing other stuff as well. He's got pants and, you know, shirt, trousers, the <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> Just... Ha! <laughs> ah! um, <laughs> naked man! Um... No. 
Yeah. This place used to be civilized. Too much wine. Um, he he comes around the barn. He's like, what, what, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. Well, where are we supposed to be? I don't know. I'm not here. It's my place. It's mine. Oh, um, it's mine. We'd like to buy some wine. <laughs> You've perplexed him. <laughs> oh, we don't mess around. We're just here for business. There's no wine for sale here. Is this your what blood on the bottom? I don't know. It's, 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 it's someone's blood. Whose blood? <laughs> I wish people listening to the podcast could, could see, see Josh right being now. an idiot. Josh, yes. Josh is. <laughs> Really getting into character in a way that I'm I I'm greatly appreciating right now. <laughs> I don't think we need to. This man is scratching at his neck and shoulders as he speaks to you. Do you need like I said, I mean, he he looks like he and Garrett like he could have won a competition for person least likely to bathe this century. And there's just this, just this horrible smell emanating from this man. Do you, do you need some ointment? Have we got any I'm, ointment? I'm fine. Nothing wrong with me. I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm real good. So how long have you been here? I, 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 I've been here. Yeah, I've, I haven't been anywhere else. Just been here. Wait, who, yeah. who are you anyway? Do you have a name, sir? Yeah, uh, I got a name. Uh, my name's Renard. My, my name is Renard. Renard, I'd like, okay. I'd like to use lesser restoration and heal his itchiness. Okay. Yay, you surprised Josh. I could tell by the tone of his voice. Shit. <laughs> you immediately see this man just change and he kind of just slumps. The smell gets a little bit better. He is still filthy, he is still disgusting, but but his eyes suddenly become much clearer. Hi. Um, hey, we, we'd like to buy some wine. <laughs> I wanted to steal, I mean, find some wine. Uh, my name's Renard. Did I say that already? Sorry, I've been... I haven't been right for a few days. It just... Mm, not, not, just not right, you know? Just, How long just have not you right. been here? I don't know. Uh, well, wait, what, oh, God. What, too long. Way too long. What do you last remember? Before, you know, things got I, difficult. I went into the house. I had some people with me, I think. I don't remember. Um, what what day yeah. was it, or what what year, what month was it? I can't have been that long ago, and I'm still here. I don't remember eating anytime soon. What's the soon. date today? <laughs> I don't know. What is the date today? And know. we tell him what the date is. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, um, I think I'm going to need a couple of days. That's that's maybe a week, maybe two. I'm not sure. Oh, I haven't eaten in oh, a long time. That's nothing. I, I, we once lost like a year. Yeah, you've got to eat, Bob. I, I might need a. Yeah. I might need to 
just just sit down for a bit. And you can see this man just like slide. He's now leaning against the barn and just sliding downwards. Whatever was affecting him was a keeping him on his feet. But it was it was clearly not good for him, and he just he just on the ground asleep. All right, I was about okay. to say, can we give him like a bread roll or something? And, be and like... um, I'm going to give you inspiration, Aiden, because that was um, that was really shitty of you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> does lesser restoration cure diseases? It does, yeah. It oh, okay. Yeah, lesser restoration is there as like a um, cures. Disease, um, deafness, blind, blindness. Deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. I'm assuming it counted as a poison. It's a disease. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a far, It's something not very nice. Well, I guess we'll have to take we'll have to take this guy back with us. But I mean, he can just have a little nap here. I, I guess I don't know. Can we let's let's drag him around maybe the back of the barn and try and kind of cover him up. If he can't come with us, I'd like to maybe try and can, hot, conceal can, him a little bit. Can we tie him up and then put him in the bag of holding? That way he won't escape. <laughs> I was just about to say that. He will back. die in ten minutes from suffocation. No, well, his head out. Like, no, like this is oh. a given. Can we around a bag with a head? As, as someone who wants to travel in the bag, <laughs> there are methods to this. You know, it has what? been a long time since we properly used our bag. I was told to not weaponize my bag of holding, so I will pretend none of this is going on. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not, no, 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 well, well, you know, that doesn't, we, we don't appear to be, like, surrounded by angry vine creatures, and if we are, we'll come back, we'll grab them, like, you know, we'll take care of them when we need to get out. Okay, I'm just, I'm going to drag him around the back of the barn and try and kind of just okay. gently, like, cover him up with some, like, brush or something else to conceal his uh, his being there from other people potentially nothing crazy but okay. you know and i'll put out like a bread roll and a cup of tea and be like hey when you're ready you know they're nice like uh where do where do we plan to go next okay each of you also gets um i'm gonna say 50 experience points for that because you you dealt with renard peacefully yay Okay, what would you guys like to do now? So our other options were uh, there's the barn, there's the... There's a main house and there's like a workshop. Yep, there's a barn, a workshop, and the main house. There's also a small well. Um, do we, do we want to go look at the well just to, to kind of rule that out? I don't, yeah, I don't quick, think there's going to be anything there. But I don't know, the well intrigues well. me. Oh, the well, you yeah. said. Oh yeah, no! Let's go to the Josh's well. face! Josh's face! Outside of the chateau is a circular stone well. It's as you go over, you see there's no bucket or pulley. There's clearly been some neglect happening there, but um, you do feel a faint residue of magic around the well, but but it doesn't feel like a horrible kind of magic. I I want to drop one silver coin down on the well. Okay. You watch as the silver coin hits the water, and nothing from what you can see. The well looks, the water looks clear and, and potable. All right, well, we'll see if my wish came true. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's check out, let's, let's check out the main, 
if, if I may, if I may, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, where, where is wine generally stored? Uh, it would be cellar? in a, well, yeah, in a huge warehouse full of barrels or like a cellar. Yeah. It'd be like a basement generally, should, like a, should we not be looking for a cellar? I mean, theoretically, I wonder, you do you think there's a way to get, nah. Well, I don't I, know why you... there'd be a barn at a vineyard. So let's just never look in there ever. Because it's I a mean, farm. It yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're the the cell, wine cellar is going to be in the basement of the house. Would be my assumption. Yeah. Let's check out the main house that's been fortified, and maybe there's humans there, or maybe there's loads of like desiccated remains. Either way, I'm go, looking forward to it. You guys going to go straight to the main quest and not check out all the side quest stuff? Okay. I mean, we got time. All right, let's let's go check out the house. Okay, very good. You, you walk yourselves over to the house, and as I said before, it looks like a small castle kind of thing. Um, there has been some what looks like improvised defenses kind of built up on it. And, yeah. Um, as you approach the front door, you notice that th there is like a, a small pile of broken stone all around the front of the door. And you're all gathering by the door. What are you guys doing now, I should say? I mean, we tried knocking before and it was good, so... Yeah, you want to you wanna try knocking again, Aiden, mate? Alright, I'll knock. Uh, what order are you guys in? I assume Aiden's at the door? Uh, now that you've asked, I'm, I'm concerned about what order we're in. Uh, hey, oh. Val, do you want to knock on this door? <laughs> I would love to knock on this door. Okay. okay. Alright. I assume and like you guys are all just like huddled around. behind Val. Huddled, huddled <laughs> behind Val. So it's Val, Gary, Aiden, like flanking him, I assume. Amy at the back? Sure. Sure. Okay. So Val, you walk up to the door and, and you're prepared to knock. As you bring your hand back, I'm gonna need a deck save from all four of you. Oh man. Yeah. An immense stone sword. form leaps. From the roof and crashes down among you. If you failed, if you rolled below 15, you are going to take 1d6 damage. Oh, so I just add my regular dex modifier? Yep. Or my do I get to add my acrobatics? Because that would get me to 15. Uh, hold on. This is a deck saving throw, but you, so you add your proficiency bonus because you're a bard, and I think you get uh, plus three. Then I'm I'm seventeen yeah. with bonus. Seventeen with bonus, so you're over I'm, fifteen. Who I'm got under fifteen? Me. Yo, that would be Val. Okay. Aiden what? just like sidesteps it, and we all get crushed. <laughs> what fluffy roll? Yeah, roll, roll fluffy. All right. Fluffy, please get out of the way. Dog to the asylum, demon. Nope. Oh. Oh, ouch. Okay. So each of you take each of you that fail take four damage as this immense stone gargoyle lands among you, and we are going to roll initiative. Well, that's Aiden going for us. Why would it roll? 17 plus. Oh, yeah. That makes, yeah, that makes literal sense. Okay, so who, so 
We're gonna go Aiden this time first. Plus Fliff. Who was under that? I have a 15. 16. Ah, okay, so Gary before me. Gary. Amy. Value rolled not very well. Although I'll try not to forget you this time. <laughs> I'll really try. And the gargoyle is going to be after Amy. Jolly good. So, Aiden, you're up, my friend. Um, I'm going to do my first of two bow and arrow attacks. Very good. He's made of stone. Will, will, will an arrow work against that? It's a good question. You should find out. It's we'll all, find out. It's all I have. Okay, okay. I wasn't criticizing, just pondering. <laughs> Maybe next time make your dex throw. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one didn't do so hot. No. Nope. You should make your dex roll. Salty Neither Ranger. did the second one either. So, oh. Aiden, you draw back up. And each arrow, like, it just brings up a stone wing, and each of the arrows just goes. And it rounds and looks at you. In a very unhappy manner. And what would Fluffy like to do? Well, we'll try attacking. Um, I'm not sure how do a wolf will uh, do against... If she does better than you, then you'd be very upset. Um, uh, I'd need six. an attack roll first. Oh. You don't want to just go straight to damage? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Two, two. Get Fluffy to weigh on it. It's a ground type. It's weak to water attacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aiden, I need an attack roll first. Oh, the one, the 20. You rolled, yes. you rolled another damage roll. Yeah. Not you don't get those. You're rolling damage. <laughs> Sorry, Fluffy's stuff's different. Yeah. 20. 18. Pretty close. Uh, that is a hit. Yeah, Alright, now I can do the damage. Now you can do the damage. There. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. So, Fluffy comes up and, for some weird reason, she bites a, a, a moving stone statue. And she does do some damage, but you can tell that her fangs are just not tearing into this creature as normal. And he Into has the to rock? Make, oh, weird. Uh, I think it's like 13 or something. Actually, I'm not going to allow Fluffy to knock down a gargoyle. That is like five times her weight. So no, sorry. <laughs> makes, no. That makes sense. Okay, uh, Gary. Well, uh, no, I'm kind of worried if I try to hit the thing with my quarterstaff, I'll break it. The staff, I mean. Yeah. But, like, what other that. options have I got, guys? I mean, hitting things with a stick is sort of my bread and butter. So, let's attack the thing, but not too hard. Okay, we'll give you with the rolls. Oh, that's nice. 18 and 14. Uh, plus I'm all your MacGuffins. You, you hit twice. All right. Let's hope that a plus one quarter staff doesn't just shatter when you smash it against the rock. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. you can see you're definitely doing some damage, but again, you're not really hurting the creature. You're not making that much of an impression on, impression on the creature. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Punch it? 
Well, yeah, I'm drawing that now. <laughs> That's another hit. Man, this is a fire today, lads. Oh, that's that's a good roll. Yeah, so dex plus four, so ten damage from the fists and from the staff. That's um, what you're saying, yes. So, Gary, I mean, you for some odd reason again, you are you're able to crack it a couple of times with this staff. You come in and hit it with a palm strike, and you can definitely see a few small cracks forming over its body. However, it is still very alive, and it is still in a very mean mood. I'm going to Chris Redfield, this huge bastard. See if anyone gets that one. There's an evil five. Chris Redfield, boulder punching. No. Thank you, Ethan. I now need to put in the sound of crickets into the Never podcast. Mind. Amy. Um, how close is everybody standing to the gargoyle? I would say that when it landed, it sent you guys flying. So you don't... Have to actually no. You you would be in hand to hand combat range, right? But is are any of my friends in front of me at the moment? No. Well, I've okay, been I'm hitting casting, it with a staff. I'm casting thunder wave. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> I haven't gotten to cast it in a while. You okay? <laughs> Just letting you guys know, you're gonna hit everybody. Not everybody, I thought you said. Oh. <clears throat> If no, you cast it, cast it, you, you're right in hand to hand combat with something that everyone else is in hand to hand combat with. Well, so, yeah, yes. But I, including Fluffy. I'm not, okay, you know, that's how you know you can, you can get me to stop doing literally anything and say, well, Fluffy's there, and then I'm going to stop. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, DMs, learn your, player, learn your players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically put a dog so in can, my way. So you can <laughs> manipulate them. Exactly. Easy to do. I am going to attack it with my magic short sword. That's a good idea. You should do that. Okay. Um, let's you, see. you get the one all stabby stabby. I mean, electric attacks aren't good against ground types, so it was probably this is for the best, really. <laughs> okay, yeah. give me some damage. Yes, I can. And I don't think you have that much time. E. Oh, it, what is the, what's, I don't know. D6. Well, yeah, but then there's a four plus four after it. From what you see put on my sheet. Okay. So I think that's right. Yep. Well, good. So you, you just come straight in it and you carve a trench along its skin. Well, it's stony skin. Okay, now I am going to roll the dice. It's going to be a 1d5. Because Aiden, being the only person that got his deck save, I would say he cleared it. Okay. It is, as always, in alphabetical order. So he's going to have one attack on whoever is four. So Amy, Fluffy, Gary, Val. Oh, wait, there's only four of you. Wait. Mm -hmm. So it hits Val. It's going to hit Val, yep. And the second one is going to hit uh, Gary. Okay, so its first attack is going to be a bite attack that is going to make on Val. No. And I'm going to assume that a 9 plus any or almost anything does not hit you. So it lunges forward to bite, and you're able to get the edge of your shield in its mouth, 
and it just, but no dice. It then whirls around to attack the monk who's been, oh, and he gets him. Oh, I've been got. You've been got, sucker. Okay, claws. These are actually pretty, uh, yeah, they're okay. So it wields around as you come in, after you come in for that punch, and it scores its uh, claws across your ribs for six damage. Yeah, that's smart. Oh, it does. And Val, your turn. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to swing Mortis around, try to cleave into the thing, and see how that goes. We'll see. 12 doesn't quite cut it. Literally uh, and figuratively. Well, then I guess I'll do that again. Okay, then. Well, you know, they say definition of insanity. You That's saying? much better, though. <laughs> well, okay. hush my mouth, sir. <laughs> Natural 20, very nice. Well, then I would like to spend a superiority die to do a menacing attack on it. Okay. So I can do extra damage, and it needs to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. Okay. And I'll roll damage while we're waiting. Alright. Uh, he does not succeed that wisdom throw. He fails badly. With a seven. Okay, so how much damage do you do to this guy? One moment, please. Okay, sorry. I uh, do 30 points of damage total. <laughs> Because I rolled an 8, 7, and 7, apparently, yes. according to this dice roller. <laughs> and now he is frightened of me. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so, um, yes. what, what does your attack, how, how does your attack look? Uh, Jesse, can you paint me a picture of how that's going to be? So, frustrated my first attack. No one got I that reference. Around. Fine. I now know how you feel, Legion. Yeah, I, I wheel around with rage and just slash across its face with Mortis, uh, its black ebon blade just striking at its eyes and letting out a feral roar. Very good. It is, however, still standing. That's fine. It's afraid. <laughs> That's yeah, all I think I we're know. all a little afraid, to be honest. So it now has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while it's within line of sight of me and cannot willingly move closer to me till the end of my next turn. Very good. And we're back at the top of the round. Uh, that's you, Aiden. All right. I will also let out a menacing scream and, and shoot an arrow at it. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Uh, that one was a 17. That's a hit. Okay. Copy and pasting. Mm -hmm. And 13. That's a really good hit. So, I mean, you, you're able, your arrow is able to find one of the cracks that Val opened up and sticks directly in there, doing it some very, very serious damage. All right. And then a second bow and arrow. Attack. Uh, that is also together. This is So this one comes in and splits that arrow in half. Nine altogether. That's very, very nice. And Fluffy? Fluffy will roll the standard dice for attacking. And she will 15. hit. And then... The damage... Four. So... 
Fluffy leaps up and just strikes it with her head because biting a statue is a very, very poor idea and just cracks emerge all over this thing. It is on its absolute last legs as Gary steps up to the plate. All right, I'm going for the gold. This is revenge for jumping on me. And for then... And for, yeah. and for hitting me with the claw. Oh, dear. Your, f- <laughs> Your well, first we'll hits? My first hit. Yeah, we'll roll to see what my first quarter stuff did before I embarrass myself. Okay. So your first hit is amazing. You drive your staff directly into the face of this thing, which just explodes in a puff of cement. However, the shockwave travels up the staff and it just shakes. And it's like in the cartoons, like you can see the the shockwave coming back up the staff into your arms. And then you're you're privileged to see Gary going like... (laughs) I'm all right, folks. <laughs> but the gargoyle explodes. Well, not explodes, but as you look at the corpse of the gargoyle, you can see this is not really an ordinary gargoyle. This thing has had runes scrawled all over it. And again, it is covered in that same slimy moss that you guys have seen around this place. I get the feeling this moss is reanimating things and bring them, turn them into strange creatures. So we're going to have to fight some kind of grape of wine elemental. Also, Mars that would be the best ever. Catch on fire. <laughs> wine elemental. He'd be a lot of fun. To also, hide. also moss is very difficult to light on fire for some. So I don't, I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Might be, might be. Anyway, okay, everyone, um, unfortunately we're going to have to, uh, finish up there because I have to go back to work. Um, I do want to say thank you to everyone who sat and played with me this lunchtime, making it a far more enjoyable lunchtime than it usually would be. So guys, we'll um, see you next week. Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network. It was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblocks. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at nerdypeoplednd. Thanks, and take care of yourselves. Cheers.